Ford Motor Company is scaling back plans for a $3.5 billion battery plant in Marshall, Michigan, as consumers shift to electric vehicles more slowly than expected. Labor costs rise, and the company moves to cut costs. Let's talk more about that with Paul Eisenstein. He's senior contributing editor for Headlight.News. Paul, good morning holiday to you ahead of time yes happy holiday to you so now they're going to be cutting ford said they're going to cut production capacity by roughly 43 percent to 20 gigawatt hours per year and reduce the expected employment from 2500 jobs to 1700 jobs yeah uh that's still a fairly big plant let's face that we're talking about the capacity uh to build over 200,000 electric vehicles using the batteries out of that plant so so it's not like they are expecting EV sales to dry up. And by the way, let me let me just make one thing clear, because there's been a lot of misunderstanding of what's going on out there in the EV market. The rate of growth has slowed. Not It's not the case where people are cutting back. The EV market is not shrinking. We're going to see EV sales this year reach 1 million in the U.S. alone for the first time ever. So people still will buy these EVs coming out of the Marshall plant. You're just saying it's the rate of growth is slower. Yeah, and and consider this. The EVs were less than 1% of the U.S. market as recently as 2019. It's the retail side of the market right now. It's at 8.5%. That means better than one out of every 12 vehicles is electric already. And we are still just beginning to see the EV market come alive. It's 850% growth in just four years. The rate is slowing. And part of that is people are waiting for a few things to happen, such as getting more chargers out there, Mm -hmm. getting more vehicles out there. And yes, also starting to see more affordable EVs. So, Paul, I, I, I agree with you that this is maybe not the harbinger of doom that, that some are painting it to be. But the problem does become that if it grows more slowly, will it ever reach the level at, you know, to meet these somewhat arbitrary deadlines the Biden administration and some uh, state governments have put on the automakers? Um, you I know, see, just I you, if you build it, they don't necessarily come. No, I I think that there will be a little bit of an out-of-sync issue. You may recall uh, there was a period uh, 20-some years ago, 25 years ago, when SUVs were just starting to click, and there was a disconnect between everybody rushing out there to build all these new EVs, uh, SUVs, I mean, uh, and these crossovers, and, and the market actually catching up, and now today they can barely keep up with it. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of changes in the next few years, and there seems to be little doubt that e- EV sales will grow. Will they hit 50% by the end of the decade? Not clear. It's not clear if they will, but I, I can see nothing that indicates to me that we won't see substantial growth. Mm-hmm. Remember, California is always a harbinger of what happens in the market. It always follows California. Same with SUVs, crossovers, pickups, everything. California is at 25% EVs right now. Paul, what happens uh, to the automakers? They're investing uh, you know, all these uh, millions and billions of dollars, but they won't be getting that kind of money back. 
no, they won't right away. And uh, you have heard from Ford and GM so far saying that they're adjusting plans. Not surprising. They've adjusted plans on uh, sedans. Uh, they made major changes over the last few years. We've seen them change, move away from conventional SUVs to car-based crossovers. This is Everybody wants to make this this doom and gloom scenario, and it's not. The industry always adapts and adjusts to changes in market trends. They also pick up what they expect for the next few years. I, I see nothing in this that should be coming as a shock. Yes, the rate of growth is slowed, but the rate of growth is still there. Uh, and again, 1 million for the first time ever, mm-hmm. and 850% increase in retail sales nationally of EVs in just four years. So yeah, the rate of growth is slowed. They're still expensive. They're still uh, losing money. There's no question on this. And so the industry will adjust accordingly. One of the critical things will be getting a network of chargers out there so people feel more comfortable, even though 90% of people charge at home and seldom if ever use public chargers. I've used one since I owned the, uh, the Lightning I bought the Lightning in August of 2022. I've used public chargers three times, mm-hmm. uh, but I would like them to be more available for trips up north. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going to see things happen. We're going to see less expensive vehicles. We're going to see better batteries. Several manufacturers have announced plans to roll them out by around mid-decade or early in the uh, in the second half of the decade. So all these things are reason why I can understand people saying. I'm I'm interested, but I'm going to hold off a year or two or three. Yeah, I'm just concerned financially that without getting a return or getting to the economies of scale that we had hoped for, that by putting this off down the road, that we're really going to see higher losses than what were anticipated. But as you say, the the market, the the automakers have been uh, tried to be better at adjusting to these things. Paul, have a wonderful holiday and thanks for, for joining us this morning. Great to be with you. Happy holidays to you all. And to you. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. And by the way, we've got a great piece that we did with Mobility Makers yesterday. A lot of you that are going to be renting cars, maybe if you're taking off to visit friends, you may be getting an EV even though you didn't ask for one because there are so many now that are in the fleets. Mm. And they don't off, off, you know, you may find yourself at at the, the rental counter and all I've got left is EVs. Mm-hmm. So you need to plan ahead. We've got a great piece on thegreatvoice.com with Joanne Muller. You can find it under the JR Morning page where she tells you as a uh, rental car customer what you need to know should you find yourself driving an EV unexpectedly. And if you bring it, when you bring it back, you can uh, pay uh, a, a price and they will charge it up for you if you bring it back half charged. Oh, it's still a price. But don't forget to ask. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Do I need to bring it back charged? That's right. Yeah. Uh, There will be a lot of wrinkles in in this transition. You know what I was thinking of how exciting downtown's going to be? You got the Lions. You got Michigan State. Then you got all the high school championships at Ford Field. You got the parade. You got your family in town. It's just very exciting. It is going to be. And Santa. And Santa coming (laughs) to town. And as we count our many blessings, can I just say having you guys on this show is just the, the one of the biggest blessings for the year. We feel the same yes. about you. I'm happy to be here, And uh, for those of you that are listening and have uh, given us your attention over the past uh, four months as we've been rebooting this, we thank you for listening, for streaming, and for being with us. We hope you and yours have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. Take care.